Welcome back, welcome back to Counseling Inside the Home with yours truly. I hope you all are doing well and um, just enduring the times that we're living in. Um, I'm just going with the flow. I have been away from podcasting. There's been a lot going on in my personal life, um, dealing with the passing of my grandmother, my sweetheart, my lady, my mentor. She's passed away and gone on to glory. That I know for sure. I can't say for everyone else. But this is a woman of God who... She displayed the ultimate level of integrity. Who she was at church was who she was at home who she was in the streets wherever she went grandma was just a loving caring honest just encouraging individual and woman of God but um okay enough about that so what's going on with you all what is going on with you all I'm 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 hoping and praying I can increase um, the level of podcast, the amount of podcast that I, I produce for you all to hear. But I want to have some chat with you all. I want to I want to know what's going on, what we can discuss more about, um, what we can topics, good topics. Um, we turn on the news, we hear so many negative, negative, negative news. But there's some good things going on. And even in darkness, God is still God. He's still Lord. And so let's just get into our topic discussion for today. Um, Previously, I wanted to discuss um, navigating through the valley of the shadow of death. But as I, oh, good news, I did publish my book. Um, navigating through the valley of the shadow of death, Sila, and um, it was published on the same day that Grandma passed away. And um, it's a it's a good read. I want you all to get the book. I made it very affordable, and for the next few days, I'm not sure when I'm going to publish this podcast. Hopefully by tonight, so you can jump on to the special. I will be having the book online for free. Um, and you would find it obviously under Tracy Messias or Dr. Tracy Messias. My books will pop up. I'm actually going to have all three of my books up for free. I believe that God has given me some insight and foresight and some knowledge and information to put in to this book. And um, I want you all to get it at no cost. However, if you miss out on the special, it will be $9.99. Okay, moving forward, we are going to be discussing seasons. We're going to be discussing watching, praying, and seasons. Seasons. So what time is it? Okay, that's what I'm going to title this. What time is it? Seasons. And I'm going to probably do a few episodes on seasons so just follow through 
Today, I just want to give an introduction to where I'm going with seasons as it relates to the season that we're in and the season that we have just left. Okay, and again, I'm going with the flow. I have no notes before me. I just know what's on my heart and um, I'm just going to let it out here. So for the past couple of days and nights, I've been having some very interesting visions some very interesting thoughts and some revelations and some also witty ideas. And I find myself at one point stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Why? Because sometimes because we believe in God and we know God and we we read of God we we automatically tend to use God as uh an uh, he, almost as if he is this key that um you can just just every time you get out your house you can just drive away from a circumstance you can just drive into the next um, city, state, and I don't know where I'm going or why I'm going. I mean, I know where I'm going, but I don't know why I'm going this route. But um, I know exactly what I'm trying to say. We tend to use God as um, a, a vehicle to shift our situations at all times. And, and, and at times, we almost use God or try to use God, try to manipulate God or we try to use God to manipulate our situation, hence trying to manipulate God, um, because we cannot use God to manipulate our situation. We're only fooling ourselves. And and in a situation like that, not only are, f- are we fooling ourselves, but we are hindering our progress, our um, journey, where it is we're supposed to go. So why I'm saying this is we're in a very dark and perilous times. And some of us have been through the storm. Some of us have, have, have been through chaos. And, and some of us have been through illnesses and, and death and persecution and, and attacks and, you know, consequences to decisions we've made and dealing with afflictions upon afflictions, right? And some of us have shifted from that place. Some of us have not. Now, I want to speak in maybe three different categories. Let's start off with those that are in a season of persecution and affliction. I I want to encourage you first to let you know that the Bible tells us that all things do work together for the good to those who are the called and who loves the Lord. And, and God also lets us know that whatever it is that we need, he will give it to us, right? And though that is so true because God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent, the scripture also lets us know that Whenever we do what it is that we're supposed to do in Christ, in due season, in due season, we shall flourish. In due season, we shall reap. 
that is that is scripture, right? So when you hear due season in, in, in its season, in its time, the scripture says, that means that you may be in a season right now of affliction, of persecution, of consequences, of hurt, pain, of death and darkness and coldness. And because the Bible tells us that in time and due season, we're going to reap and we're going to flourish does not mean that when we get on our knees in this season of of darkness, when we get on our knees and we begin to pray and seek the face of God, he's going to shift right away. And so we find it that we are in a place where we're trying to shift God or cause God to shift us from one season to the next when every season has its time. Every season has its course. Every season has its events, things that need to take place. So if we know that every season has its events, has its circumstances and time within it, then why are we trying to rush the seasons? It is just like summer, fall, winter, and spring. If you live in New York, I just want to use that because that's where I grew up. If you live in New York, then you know that you cannot rush the winter. But what you do is you you brace yourself. You prepare yourself. When fall has approached, coming out of summer, we all go shopping, right? We make sure we have our mittens, our hats, our scarves, our winter coats, our winter boots, thick socks. We make sure that we um, are preparing to have the heater ready all in our tanks at home for the heat system we prepare ourselves what we do is we prepare prepare ourselves to endure the winter season right and so while preparing ourselves to endure the winter season then winter comes and we are not taken off guard we are not um uh in shock because we know that it's going to be cold. And though there may be a day that's colder than the norm, we are still somewhat prepared. And while in that season, we cannot rush that extremely uh, uh, um, abnormally cold day to go. But what we do is we endure it. We put on extra layer of clothing. We, we, we make sure that we are warm and as comfortable as possible and our loved ones are warm and as comfortable as possible. And then sometimes even in the midst of that, some of us, we, we put on the, we, we light the firehouse and, and, and or we turn up the heater and we go under our blankets and we put on a nice movie and we, we, we make it work for what it's, for what it, what, what's presented before us. And I'm going this route with you for a reason. And so while we make it work for what it is, right? That is, it, it's, it's just the same as.
So because we know it's just the same as the spiritual, then just as we prepare ourselves for seasons in the earth, a season in the natural perhaps, is the same that we should prepare ourselves for season in the spiritual. And so I'm going two places right now. So what I want to say is when I ask what time is it is, do you know what time it is? Do you know what season you're in? What season you have approached? We all know the seasons, summer, winter, fall, and spring. And and that's because they're it's it's annual seasons that that comes around every year but in the spiritual if we are grounded in the word of god if we are grounded with the word um if we're grounded in christ and we ask the lord for a spiritual discernment and and some of us for foresight because not everyone will see then we will be able to see what seasons we are in and then we won't be um, stuck or we won't be hindered or we won't be um, um, delayed for any reasons but we will know how to be prepared and even more so when that season come we will also know how to endure so in the spiritual um, in Psalms chapter 1 the scripture says but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night and so we're talking about the word of God meditating on the word of God and in the word of God day and night. And then the Bible goes on to say, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that brings forth its fruit in its season. And so at all times we must be planted, but not all seasons we will bring forth fruit. And this is why it's important to read the word of God with understanding. So if I'm delighting myself in the word of God, in the law of the Lord and meditating in it day and night and, I, and, I'm, and I'm not walking in the counsel of the ungodly and I'm not standing in the way of the sinners and I'm not sitting in the seat of the scornful, right? Then I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That means I shall always be like a tree planted by the rivers of Water always. I shall always be like that tree as long as I always delight myself in the law of the Lord. But then the scripture goes on to says that brings forth fruit in its season. This means that there are seasons where you will not be able to bring forth fruit. There are seasons where you may have to be silent. There are seasons where you may have to be still. There are seasons where you may need to open your mouth. There are seasons where you may need to get up and go. There are seasons where you may need to encourage someone seasons where you may need to stop seasons where you may need to cry and seasons where you may need to rejoice season where you may need to mourn and seasons where you may need to celebrate but you need to understand what time is it what time it is what where where are you and and what is happening and and stop trying to force the hands of God to make a season what it is not. And I repent to God because I have done that myself. This is a season and a time of sorrow. And we have been in this season and time for a little while now. And I found myself 
trying to rush and hope for a season to come because also as it is a time of sorrow in the spiritual in my natural life I was dealing with a season of affliction and so we also need to learn how to to um separate our personal life from worldly events because at times I may be in a season in my personal life that doesn't fully connect to the season of what's going on in the world. And if I am not discerning, then I will move prematurely. And so why it's important to get into the word of God and to hear and to pray and to seek the face of God is because that is the only way you will be able to see. That is, The word of God gives us foresight. The word of God with knowledge and understanding gives us foresight and hindsight. It prepares us for what's to come. The word of God prepares us and, and gives us endurance. And so while we are in a season of sorrow, it is not a time to try to celebrate. It is a, it's, and, and I'm not saying it's also a time to mourn and frown. No, that's not the time. It is a time to be wise, use wisdom. It is a time to stay in prayer, to, to, to worship, stay in prayer and worship with God. It is a time to, to, to glean from God, glean, because the season of sorrow worldwise is going to pass someday and the season of of um of whatever wherever you are in your personal life for me affliction will pass and and if you're not gleaning from god when that season passed you will still be stuck in the season of affliction let's use that for example in the season of sorrow and um so i see it where many people have been in a season of rejoicing a season of victory and when the season of sorrow came, they're still trying to, to rejoice. They're still trying to, and, and let me make this clear, I'm not talking about um, erasing rejoicing in the Lord. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. I'm not talking about rejoicing in the Lord. I'm talking about a different type of rejoicing. I'm talking about rejoicing with worldly events. We need to understand when it's time to pause from the rejoicing of worldly events and continue to rejoice in the Lord as he flows, as the oil flows down into our lives. Because as we worship the Lord, his blessings continues to flow in our lives. But as if we stay in the season of what the world is presenting for us, because the world has its own season that is presenting, and that is the season and the system of the beast and the system of the enemy. And these are these are discussion that people stay away from, but I cannot stay away from it when the Lord has revealed it to me. And so my job now and responsibility to you all is to give what God has given to me and to give it precisely through scripture. And so I'm encouraging you all to understand the time and the season that you're in and not try to rush the hands of God and to rush out of one season into the next. Yes, you can still continue to plan for tomorrow. Um, that's what we do. We always want to plan. We always want to prepare. But while you are in today, a day of sorrow, a day of coldness, a day of death upon death upon death, as it is in, increasing largely while we are here, 
Ask God for endurance. Lord, help me to endure this season. Don't say, God, please bring this next season because that is selfish. And and God is a selfless God. And anyone who follows God, we are selfless um, servants. We are selfless ministers. And so we shouldn't be trying to rush God to take us to where we want to be. Because we should want to be where God is. And we should want to be praying others through where we are right now and and that travels back into the the manuscript that I put together on navigating through the valley of the shadow of death wherever it is that you're that you're at right now um whatever afflictions you've endured um or you are enduring continue to endure because the Bible tells us that the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. He makes us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside the still waters and he restores our soul. So while we are waiting in God and while we are traveling and journeying with God and while we are navigating through the valley of the shadow of death, see, it is an activity. There's action going in the midst of darkness. The shadow of death is darkness. And while that is happening, David goes on to say, he restores my soul. And so it just also goes back. So Psalms 23 also goes back to Psalms 1. While you are a tree planted by rivers of water, in time, he says he restores his soul. His soul was being restored. David didn't say he restored my soul. He said he restores. That's plural. That that uh that means he is continuously restoring his soul and and that means that in the process of going through the valley he is being processed. God is processing him. And so while the tree is planted by rivers of water in darkness in a perilous time, the the fruit is being processed and in the season that will come you will be ripe if you do not make a premature and immature move and so many of us are praying immaturely prematurely for things to happen now that is not predestined to happen now and God wants us to get into the things of God, get into the scripture, get into the word of God and understand where God is, where his hand is. There's going to be a time for the wrath of God, the Bible says, and there's also going to be a time for the blessing. So Ecclesiastes 3 tells us that to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven. And I just want to read this with you. There's a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. This is where I'm, I'm trying to take you all. 
a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Yes. The scripture tells us that he has made everything beautiful in its time. Everything. If God has made everything beautiful in its time and he has put eternity in in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from the beginning to the end, that means everything in every season, sorrow, mourning, rejoicing, and victory. It is a beautiful thing in the season that we're in. What makes it beautiful is not the chaos. I believe what makes it beautiful is a purpose that's being fulfilled in the midst of it all. When God knew that darkness would be on the face of the earth, God still continued to speak life. God continued to move. God never stopped speaking. He never stopped moving. And and with that being said, in the midst of the time that we're in right now, yes, we continue to move, but we have to know how to move because God knew what to say and how to move in what was there. And he gives us the same tools. He gives us the same tools. And so while God has given us the tool, he's telling us that we should fear no evil because he is with us. His word is with us. His rod is with us. His staff is with us. So we should fear no evil. And God is going to, he's going to charge us or hold us accountable for everything that we do in the time that we have and how we did it. And so I just wanted to give you information in this segment on knowing what time it is. It is a time to stay in prayer and to worship the Lord our God because certain things cannot be broken in or before it's time. You can pray all day long and you can fast all day long. But if that's not what God wants you to pray away or to fast away, it will go nowhere. And um, I was talking to my best friend and and also um, an inmate that I work with and sharing at two different times, of course, on the afflictions that I had to endure. And I did not realize how much I appreciated my afflictions and how close of a friend I became to affliction until until I, I began to really mature in the Lord. You see, because I was trying to run from my affliction. I was trying to get out of the season of affliction. And I had said to the inmate that it wasn't just knowing God or just praying to God or just believing God 
that got me to a place where I would get on course and stay on course. But it was my afflictions and the consequences to decisions I have made that got me on course. Why? We have to be real. Many of us know God and we're still doing wrong. Many of us have read about God and prayed to God and worshiped God and fasted and, and, and um, tarried with God and, and we shut in and shut out for God and still made decisions in life. And I can attest to that. But I realized that consequences became something that I could not run from. And so afflictions became my best friend because I realized that I'm going to embrace this affliction now and get on course and go through what it is that God is allowing me to go through because of the decisions I've made, but that I will never meet those consequences again in my seasons to come because I got it, God. I don't want to feel that pain anymore, God. I don't want to endure consequences like that anymore, God. Where I'm keeping it real with you all. I now I understand why Paul says that he glories now in 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 the afflictions. And I don't know fully his reasons, but I know fully my reasons and my reason is because I understand that the consequences made me better. You see, God made it easy for us. He died on the cross for us that we wouldn't have to experience consequences. But still, we go off course. Many of us went off course and then have to. We have to experience the consequences. You cannot run from it. And that is another reason why I'm talking about seasons. And maybe I can get into that a little more in the next segment. But I respect the afflictions. I respect. The Bible tells us God chastised those whom he loves. I love the Lord with all my heart. I believe he uses consequences and he uses afflictions to correct us, to rebuke us, reproof us, and to get us back on track. My afflictions became my lessons. My afflictions became my greatest teacher under God. And I'm here to let you know that whatever season you are in, you cannot run from it. You cannot manipulate God to, um, to take you out of this place. You cannot try to make this a merry, merry season that it's not. But what you can do, like I was saying in the beginning of this segment, is prepare yourself and even as you even as you endured the coldest day that you may have encountered and you wrapped yourself and got into bed and watched a movie you can still find light in this darkness why because the bible declares that we are the light of this world and the reason why we became the light is because we abided in Christ and we can only be the light if we are connected to the source of light which is Christ Jesus and the only way that we can find any source of light in such a dark time and any form of laughter or happiness in such a dark time is by being connected to the source which is God himself are you connected do you know what time it is are you able to find 
strength fine light fine some form of laughter you can you can still laugh i'm not saying you shouldn't but i'm saying understand what season you're in and if you understand what season you are in you cannot and will not miss the next season but if you don't know what season you're in right now when the next season come you will miss it when the season of harvest come you will miss it because you already believe that you're in a season of harvest right now the season of harvest is coming but before the season of harvest come we have to endure the famine we have to endure the dry seasons we have to endure and we are in a dry season and i know the season of harvest is coming when i do not know but i know it's coming because the lord spoke it to me and now god has given me foresight on preparing myself to endure this dark season which means we're going to be in this for a little while longer And I need to prepare myself and understand that I'm in a dark season. So when the season of harvest come, I will reap the harvest that God promised me. And and not only will I reap, but it will be abundantly because I was able to prepare myself. And if you're acting as if you're in a season of harvest, but you're not in a season of harvest, then you are running yourself dry and you're depleting yourself that when harvest come, you have nothing saved up because you would already begin to believe that you're in a season of harvest. I know this is a lot of information, but I'm giving you revelation that the Lord has given me. And I pray that this segment has blessed you. I'm going to close here. And as the Lord leads, I'll continue with the segments. So may you all have a good and blessed night. And if there's anything, any questions you have, please ask. I'm I'm open for questions. I'm open. I'm open for questions. I'm not saying to stay morning. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying to know what season you're in. Wake up. Smell the coffee. You, When you go to work, you, you have to wake up. You have to understand what's going on at work. You don't go to work acting like you're still in bed. You don't go to work acting like um, you're still sleeping and, and still dreaming, right? It's reality. You go to work understanding that you are at work. And so it's the same as the spiritual. Understand what season you're in understand that we are in a season of sorrow and death and premature deaths and death is coming back to back to back and 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 though we plan for the good it's good you save up you plan for the good i'm not talking financially i'm really talking spiritually you know you prepare for the worst. And for many of us that are in this season that has bitterness and unforgiveness and hatred and envy and grudges and all those things in our heart, the Bible tells us that there's a place prepared for us that are in that place. And so we do not want to stay there because if in this season of sorrow, you end up losing your soul, Then, with those things in your heart, then you end up in a place of eternal damnation. And that is not what God wants for us. And that is why God tells us to know um, who he is and to cleanse our heart and to repent of our evil and wicked ways. And I just want to pray. I don't typically pray um, on my podcast, but... I just want to pray because I I believe it is very necessary for us 
I believe it's necessary just just to get into a little prayer. Um, Father God, I thank you. Lord, I glorify your name. I magnify your name. I exalt your holy name. And there is none like you in all the earth, Lord God. I thank you for being our teacher. I thank you for being our counselor. I thank you for being our high priest. I thank you for being our leader. I thank you for being our redeemer. I thank you for being our savior. I thank you for being the way maker and the promise keeper. You declared in your words that the promises of God are yes and amen, which mean no matter what season we are in, Lord God, your promises will eventually come because they are yes and amen. God, I thank you for being our healer, Jehovah. Rofa, I thank you for being our provider, Jehovah Jireh. I thank you for being our God of peace, Jehovah Shalom. Lord God, I thank you for being the one who fights for us, Jehovah Gabor. Lord God, I thank you because there is nothing new under the sun. Yet, Lord God, you continue to tarry with us. You tarry with us, understanding even in our ignorance, Lord God, that some of us and many of us have still not gotten it, Lord God. Many of us have still not tapped in to where we are, to the seasons, Lord God, in which are presented before us, have not tapped in to your presence, have not tapped in to the word of God. God, I thank you for tarrying with us. And I pray even now that you would have mercy on us. God, I repent for any ignorance, for any blindness, for any, Lord God, lack of knowledge that I've encountered because I wanted to stay or be in a season that was not, Lord God. I pray even now that you'd create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me, within us, Lord God. I pray, God, that you would prepare us, Lord God. I pray that you teach us how to put on the lens of Christ. Teach us, Lord God, how to ask for what it is that we need and not what we want, because right now what we need is discernment. What we need is to see. What we need is the whole armor of God, the breastplate the plate of righteousness, the helmet, Lord God, of salvation, Lord God, we need your gospel, we need your word, we need everything that is spiritual in Christ right now, and so God, I'm asking that you will strip us of everything selfish, Lord God, that we will gain a selfless life in this season, that we will understand how to launch out very extensively, how to give of ourselves in prayer, Lord God, in worship, Lord God, in ministry, that we would give of what you have put inside of us, that when the season of harvest come, Lord God, what we have put out there, what we have sowed, we will reap, Lord God, we will reap, we would reap, Lord God. And so even now, Lord God, I'm also praying for what is to come for the harvest season, Lord God. I'm not praying that it be rushed, Lord God, but I'm praying, Lord God, that we would learn how to store up for that season to come. I'm praying, Lord God, that you would seal, Lord God, and cover our harvest season and protect us and give us endurance in our sorrowful season now. God, I'm praying that you strengthen our inner man outer and our outer man inner. I'm praying, Lord God, that you have your way in our lives as we continue to leap Lord God, into your presence as we continue to, to grow closer to you, as we progress in the things of God. Let your will be done here on earth as it is already done in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those that has trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever.